the shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night, were totally freaked out by that angel. I mean, who would it be? Uh, can you imagine? An angel showing up when you're about to go to sleep. But the angel said, fear not. Behold, I bring good news of great joy. Of great joy. And the shock and awe show wasn't to make them cower, but was to make them cheer with joy. Great news that had been foretold so long ago, so many had forgotten. So many had just closed down and just shut down any hope. Those promises, those stories that had been told for long ago would actually happen. And here's this angel saying, it's happening. Good news of great joy for the peoples. In Bethlehem, as promised, signed, sealed, and delivered, the Messiah King is born. Tonight, we join our voices with 2 billion plus Christians around the globe worldwide to repeat the angel's message that changed history for good. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth to those on whom his favor rests. And here's what to look for, they said. Here's what divinity and humanity looks like. It looks like a child, homeless, wrapped in cheap cloth by his mom and dad, lying in a feeding trough, fit for animals. Jesus of Nazareth, the Christ, the Messiah, born to redeem what was lost. Born to give his life as a ransom for many, Scripture says. Born to destroy the works of the devil and to crush all forms of evil. And we say, Lord, how long, how much longer must we wait for that promise to be fulfilled? Born to serve. Born to suffer. Born to heal the sick and to mend the brokenhearted. Born to break down barriers and born to bear our worst fate and fear, death itself. For to us, a son is born. This Hebrew prophecy in the book of Isaiah chapter 9 was penned some 700 years B.C. You read that way a long time. They sure did. But that prophecy sums up everything we know of Christmas that he would be called Wonderful Counselor. And I don't know about you, but well, I need some good counsel. I don't need a line. I don't need, I need some help. Because I can be pretty foolish and make some really poor decisions in my life. And I have. He's a Wonderful Counselor. And he's a mighty God to restore the dignity of every human being that was lost because of Christ, because of the influence of his church, human dignity, the dignity of every human being made in the image of God, went forth, and we take it for granted now. Oh, yeah. Some philosopher probably 50 years ago came up with that idea. No. No, no, no. It was the King of Kings and Lord of Lords who came to this earth and said, every human being matters to my Father. He's a mighty God. And we also know him to be everlasting father who restores hope to the hurting. And you have a 
some of us here don't have a father, maybe like me, you've lost your, your dad, and just think about what a father's meant to be. An everlasting father to restore hope, to draw you in. A true father loves all his children. He doesn't play favorites, does he? He loves those that people hate. And he, he takes into his arms those that are cast out. That's what an everlasting father truly is. And 700 years before Christ, we knew him to be the prince of peace who would restore order to the universe that seems so cray-cray sometimes. It's just nuts out there, is it not? How do you feel jealous? I cannot make sense of this. And he's the prince of peace to bring order to chaos. And we have it on good authority that he is coming again. To invade our troubled lives with the promise of a new tomorrow. To champion justice and sow righteousness where there is abuse and corruption. To bring his kingdom to earth as it is in heaven. And that kingdom has been breaking forth for 2,000 plus years now. We sing Silent Night, and we'll sing in just a moment, but on this not-so-silent night, God set about his plan to restore all that was lost and destroyed by sin, namely our fellowship with God. And our right way of relating with one another, we're just, I've only been in Maple Valley for, for almost a year now. It already feels like the, there's a frame in our community. I call it my community, right? I said I, I'd wait one year before I put one of those uh, bumper stickers or decals that has a shape of the state that says home. Better be a poser if I, wait, I had to wait a year. Okay? okay. Already, I, I, I care about what's happening, not just on this campus and some incredible things that are happening <coughs> in this place, but I, I care about our wider community, what's happening in our town, in our county, in our state. And, there's a need for restoration. There's a need for, for hope. There's a need for men and women in places of leadership who say what they mean and, and do what they say and follow through. That's what that not so silent night represents. So much more than that. So I know we have a lot of guests here, and I want to welcome you to our church. Just visiting from out of town, or, or maybe you were invited by, by a neighbor, or you're just... Uh, and I'm so delighted that you're here. Many of us here have been walking with the Lord for a long time. We, we know what it means to, to have the, what these candles represent of, of hope and peace and joy and, and love that comes from this transcendent place. But some of us aren't so sure, and that's okay. This is a place where you can ask those questions. For those of you who do not know Jesus, I got news for you tonight. He's got a gift to offer you. How cool is Jesus that he gives gifts on his birthday? Now that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. He offers hope and peace and joy and love and life, things that you cannot buy. Apparently one angel wasn't enough. A, a whole army shows up. The shepherds are right about now completely freaked out. And yet... They show the appropriate response to God's gracious offer in sending his only son. They get up and go. 
That's the only appropriate response. In their joy, in their excitement of what's actually happening, this is actually happening. They get up and go. And that's what we're celebrating tonight. I get up and go. We're celebrating it with Christians around the world. So 70 years after Jesus' birth, this scripture was written to the book. It's the book of Hebrews. It was written to Jewish people who weren't so, so sure about this whole Yeshua Jesus thing. And someone who, who knew Jesus and knew Jesus' people wrote to convince them that he truly was who he says he is. He writes in these opening words that God spoke to our, our forefathers and foremothers through the prophets, but now he's spoken to us through his one and only son. And so the conclusion of this letter 70 years after these events, basically the writer says, so get up and go. So that's what I get to say tonight. The fact that Jesus was born, lived, died, and rose again makes it possible for us to be born again, to live a bigger, more full, abundant life here and now, to die with hope and dignity, to live forever in his presence. So let's get up and go. Not yet. Hold on, hold the horses. But in that sense of the shepherds going forth with good news, doing what we, we say in the church, kind of churchy language, hands and feet to the gospel, where we actually want to make a real lasting difference uh, in the world around us, where we actually want to share what God's done in our lives. Words, sentences, paragraphs, letters, and a book, a beautiful gift from God to share. So for a few minutes tonight and tomorrow morning, I invite you to stop to give thanks to God as a family, as individuals, to wonder at the gift that he has given to us in new life and to adore your Redeemer. And I invite you now to picture in your mind's eye the baby Jesus, a helpless child in a barn. In him, we recognize the face of every child, born of whatever race or nation or whatever circumstance. And each and every one of them, each and every person, deserves the opportunity to hear this good news to respond to the offer of new life. So may your celebration of his birthday cause within each of us a profound sense of gratitude and a new awareness of how special and how important this night and tomorrow truly is and how blessed we are to live in this land in which we call home. And for those among us who believe by faith, may we be moved to go and share this good news. May we cast aside any doubt. For those of, us who, those of us who still have doubts, may we come back with our questions and our own life experiences to a place like this community where you're welcome to come, to seek, and to find. Let's pray. Lord, as we are about to light these candles together. I think of all the many prayer vigils that have happened even in the past year, two years. Not just uh, men and women, but 
children, Lord. Students huddled together in darkness, lighting candles, circling up, just trying to hold on to one another, lifting up prayers, crying out to the, the darkness, some of them thinking they're crying out to a void for help or answers. And there are those that gather, Lord, even at this hour, with no sense of, of the hope that you promised to us or the peace you brought to us or, or the joy that can be found within us that you filled with your spirit. There are those that even, Lord, even in this room, on our street, in the dorm next to us, our hall and college, who do not, do not know your love, that they know a twisted, mixed-up version of what, what love is. We don't know your love. So, Lord, as we light these candles tonight, I pray that, that you would hear the prayers of, of all your people here. You know each and every one of them by name and by heart. Ask you, God, to please answer those prayers lifted up to you tonight. Prayers for loved ones that we're sitting with. Prayers for loved ones who are not here with us tonight. Prayers for concerns in our community, in our nation that is in, in so much need, Lord, of you to come. So much need of you to come, Lord Jesus. In all this, Lord, we're going to wrap all this up into the gift that you give us in prayer. We thank you for this evening. Ask you that before each and everyone gathered here to celebrate your birth. Amen.
May the light of Christ light your hearts and your homes this Christmas and into the new year. Merry Christmas.